Hello everyone and welcome to the Spine Chill Podcast, the asymmetrical horror podcast featuring talk about Dead by Daylight, VHS, Evil Dead, and other asymmetrical horror games. I'm one of your co-hosts, John Wolf, here with my two co-hosts, The Hot Cross, Gary Bunn, and uh, Running Man, who are here to talk about these asym horror games. Uh, if you're not familiar with me, I play a lot of Dead by Daylight on Twitch. But I've been uh, a horror content creator for a long time, and I'm excited to be hanging out with you guys today. Yeah, I'm excited too. I am Running Man, full-time content creator on Twitch. I am a fog whisperer. I play primarily Dead by Daylight of about 11,300 hours at this point on my main account. Uh, Very impressive. Mostly killer, but I, um, is it though? <laughs> <laughs> is it? But yeah, I play uh, mostly killer, a little bit of survivor. I also stream other horror asims. Like John mentioned, VHS, Evil Dead. Very excited about some of the games that are coming out. So thanks mm-hmm. for having me. Thanks for being here, Doug. <laughs> and uh, why am I introducing myself like a guest? I don't know. <laughs> this is going really well. All right, Gary, go ahead. Um, my name is Gary, a.k.a. The Hot Cross. Uh, I'm also a Dead by Daylight streamer on Twitch. My background's in game development. I teach game programming and design. I also make YouTube content with Dead by Daylight and incorporating game design stuff into it. And yeah, I'm happy to be here too, Doug. <laughs> Running man. <laughs> you didn't thank me for having you here, Gary. <laughs> John, thank you for having me today. You're welcome, Gary. Thank, thank you, you for being here. Thank you for guesting on this uh, episode one. Season one, episode, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, season right. two. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, you know, we got through it. That was a little yeah, we, little tough, but we did it. I feel like we it was did clean. It. We could go again. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're not doing that again. We're a one-take. I think we're a one-take podcast. Yeah, I we're like a that. one-take like podcast. Yeah, let's just do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'll, I'll just kick things off then. So now that we've all uh, introduced ourselves, um, we decided to make this podcast because, A... We're uh, we're good friends, the three of us, and we talk uh, off stream, and you know we kind of shoot the shit anyway. And we figure we're so hilarious and 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 such fun personalities. Why keep it to ourselves? Why not share it with the world? It's been a crime that we've hidden it for this long. I know That's we should have we should have done this a long time ago, frankly. Well, I mean, it would have been hard to do this a long time ago because there was only one game to talk about. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're we're mainly going to be talking about DBD on this podcast because, frankly, it's it's got the most to talk about, especially right now. But uh, I think all of us are interested in ASIM horror in general, um, and we've got some exciting upcoming games. I'm sure that eventually, you know, as the episodes wear on, we'll have uh, more games to talk about. So it's exciting. exciting times. Yeah, there's so many coming yeah. out. It's great. Yeah, for yeah. sure. They're, they're all horror games, and, uh, you know, they, they make the spine chill. What can I say? And one of them, any hey. day now, is going to kill Dead by Daylight off. It's going to be great. <laughs> one of them. We just got to keep each one that comes along. We just got to say, this is the one that kills Dead by Daylight. Yeah, this is the one. And eventually we'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like betting on red. Eventually it's going to come up red. We're good. That's what DVD Twitter is anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, um, DVD had, uh, you know, speaking of DVD, had quite a lot of updates recently. A lot of exciting stuff. 
Uh, it has. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why, yes, Gary. Uh, <laughs> would you like me to tell you more? This is yes, yeah, it's news going. to me. It's news to me. Well, let me tell you guys all about Project W, the latest DLC for Dead by Daylight. Project W is the second Resident Evil DLC. It just came out a week ago. Features a new killer, Albert Wesker, the mastermind, as well as two new survivors, Ada Wong and Rebecca Chambers from Resident Evil games. Um, so, how do you guys uh, like the new content overall? Uh, I'm just going to rip the mic right here and let you know I think that this is a fantastic update. Um, the new killer is fun to play. Very obviously like an iconic member of the Resident Evil source material. Everybody was very excited. So one thing I, I'll just throw it out. I've really I've noticed compared to the previous couple chapters is just how dense the Wesker player base is right now. Like every True. time I play Survivor, 80, 90 percent Weskers. Yeah, yeah. Wesker's very he's gone over very well. Everyone loves him. Yeah. What well, one could say that we're getting a little sick of playing against him. <laughs> Maybe. No. There's, a, there's a lot of Wesker RPD at the moment. There's, yeah, it's a lot of like, I mean, in a game that really prides itself on its variety, you know, 20 something different killers, like 30 different maps, getting RPD over and over again against Wesker as Survivor is a little repetitive. But um, I am excited to see that everybody's, you know, playing him though, because I do remember that there, there, it hasn't always been like that. Sometimes there's a new DLC release, and it's difficult to get the new killer in queue. Yeah, that has not been well, the case. Do you recall Dredge, Dredge and Sadako disappeared so fast. Oh yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say. You recall how 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 barren the the Dredge player base was after like the first eighteen hours? Like, <laughs> yeah. it didn't even make it twenty four hours. Which blew my mind because Dredge is awesome. Like, yeah, really cool design, but people lost interest so quickly. Right, Sadako was even worse. Mm-hmm. Day one, you could barely find them. Yeah, and now when I go against Sadako, it's, I mean, it's like a once every couple weeks scenario. Completely mm-hmm. dropped off. Oh, she's, she's bad, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> like, she's miserable to play. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, last, the last Sadako I played against this last week uh, DC'd at the end game, so after, yeah. after all of us were still alive. So, yeah, that, that could be part of it. But uh, Wesker overall seems to have not only gone over really well, he's a very popular character, but also seems like uh, pretty strong, like fun to play, but also can keep up with the meta. It seems I like. think he's going to yeah. take, he's, he's been one of those killers that people really have to like focus on. You have to mm. master your Wesker gameplay, because I think there's a lot of like, you know, if you use his M2 to block a window vault or something, because he can dash so far, I think you can get some, do some very clever things with him. But I think he's going to take some practice. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I agree completely. So I, my initial, I, I, I was, I was one of those um, problematic people that kind of had like a snap <laughs> judgment mm-hmm. of like, wow, this killer is trash. This is a terrible killer. I do so unplayable, so yeah. bad. And I, I was like very a little back and forth in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, I, I was very <laughs> condescending to my best friend Gary about his <laughs> assertion that the killer might just take a little bit more time to learn. You were basically like trying to say, "No offense, but you're just stupid or wrong, Gary. <laughs> you're just bad and you're wrong." Is the thing. No, but legitimately, after my first session, I was like, "Okay, this killer is like terrible. Like just." absolutely right. unplayable uh and then after really getting in some 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 hours off stream and really getting a chance to see all the the cool little tricks that, i mean again the ability to use the dash to block like tiles and to block windows 
um, using the dash to close. So it, those were things that didn't come intuitively for me. So I didn't realize that they were a thing. Gary tried to tell me, he tried to warn me. <laughs> I was like, you're going down a bad I road. wouldn't listen. So then I had to go back and, and give him the. Yeah, I got a nice little DM. You were right. Wait, you're like, right. I don't like to say this, but. You were right, Gary. It's it's not easy for me to say. <laughs> that, was wrong, but that was the case. So yeah, he he does have like some really really cool, um, like almost like chess like set. You need to, you need to like uh -huh. you need to know your maps. But if you if you know your maps and you can set yourself up, you can really if you know where they're gonna go. Yeah, you can be predictive. You can really cut off a lot of uh, a lot of outs from them. And he almost makes you want that to be a killer perk, which is like Windows of Opportunity, but for killer. Yeah, there. Except that Gary, there literally is one called uh, Zenshin Tactics. That's oh yeah, own, <laughs> yeah, Doug Gary, you didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were my side. What the fuck? I thought I thought Everyone you were supposed to be that. a smart one, Gary. This is why we've got you, Killer Main here, Doug. Like, hmm. you know what Zenshin Tactics? Shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> We need to we need to rethink your position in the podcast. John, John, John was like two seconds. Ago, he was like, "That's a great idea." <laughs> <laughs> he started. He started to say it. Too. It was sarcasm. Was was, sure, yeah, yeah, I was oh. being sarcastic. I was waiting for because I was like, I know what Doug's gonna say. He's gonna bring up Zanshin tactics because that's immediately what I thought of too. <laughs> well, you already knew. You already. I already knew. knew. Wow, you're so cerebral. Yeah. Gary just embarrasses himself. For oh, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, yeah, Wesker does have uh, have a lot of a lot of like nuanced play that if you're if you're able to master it again, it always comes down to like how much work do you want to do to do things that other killers can do for free. But if you enjoy Wesker, you enjoy Resident Evil, you enjoy the the vibe of the killer, then I think that he's like worth the effort to be able mm -hmm. to perform pretty well. Yeah. No, I I, I on I've had a. A lot of fun playing Wesker, and I haven't played him as much as you have, but um, I've the the matches that I've played, I've had a great time. Like, it it was one of those things, like you said, where I think the first like five matches or so, I was just like, mm, I'm just not really feeling it. But then, like, it's it's like once you kind of get a handle on him, and it, it really helps to know the maps. He's really fun. You can do some really unique plays with him, like you know, cutting people off or. Getting some cool dashes off, like uh, or, so, or sometimes when they're hugging the walls really close, you just go, "Oh, I can get a grab here. I yeah, can go, I can get a nice grab." Yeah, definitely. I like uh, threading the needle with him through like uh, trees on like Auto Haven or something. That's really rewarding. Oh, I, don't, I don't even. I don't even try it. That's yeah. Oof. That's, oh yeah. That's, <laughs> no yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't even try it. Um. When I play killer, I typically go for like a. I'm probably not gonna get this, but it's worth a shot, and I don't get it most of the time. But when I do, it's it's really fun. And then it's a clip it moment. Yeah. Clip it, chat. Clip it. It's worth I'm all the times. It. It's worth all the times that I hear the exit gates get powered with four people alive and four adrenaline hit. <laughs> it's worth all of those to get the Absolutely. one cool play. I think my yeah, favorite West thing about the Wesker update though is probably just all of the cosmetics and Yeah, I was actually just gonna lob that. Is that you know, we're talking a lot about Wesker, but really this chapter gave a lot to the survivor side we got two True. specific survivors six six new perks um, yeah Sheva. so many cosmetics Sheva cosmetic Sheva oh, cosmetic i believe it's i believe it's shiva oh my I god it's, i believe it's <laughs> gary yeah gary 
<laughs> Sheva. <laughs> First, you didn't know about Zanshin tactics, and then you don't even know how to pronounce Shiva. That's really yeah. disheartening to really hear. Really cringe, bro. That's two strikes, Yuri. <laughs> but yeah, the, the new Resident Evil cosmetics are fire, in my opinion. Like okay. they they not only came out with uh, Rebecca and Ada, which are you know they both look great, like almost almost exactly like they do in the games, and I think we all know what the. Some of the complaints are about Ada's skin specifically, but um, yeah, Sheva looks great. Uh, Carlos, well, Carlos, Carlos was a looks... surprise. Yeah, I did not expect to see Carlos. I mean, Sheva blew my mind, but Carlos yeah. caught me off guard. I just didn't expect it. And they also improved Claire and Jill's faces finally after yes over a year. So although nice. I miss B stung Jill, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or like cataract Claire. <laughs> <laughs> she had those glossy eyes. I don't know what was going on. Uh, yeah, but everything looks awesome, and I lo I've been loving seeing the full Resident Evil lobbies. Uh, yes. just like yeah, yeah. Well, and survivors. then they also they they brought in they brought in skins for Felix and Fung as well. So mm -hmm. it's like. The Felix one's amazing just because it's it's Resident Evil Five Chris cosmetic, right. but he looks like he's got Resident Evil Seven's Chris's face. It's yeah. very bizarre. I didn't, I didn't want to love the Felix cosmetic, but I really do love the Felix cosmetic. It's phenomenal. Yeah. The Funk Mean cosmetic, I'm just like, why don't I just play Jill? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't just play Jill. Because yeah. like it's I don't exa know why I, it's exactly the same. I'm just weirdly into that cosmetic. I don't know. I've never really enjoyed playing Fung before. And now that's like hmm. the first time I've really played her. It was because of that cosmetic. I think it looks really cool. I don't know. Something about it. By the way, for anyone listening, uh, Fung is actually the correct pronunciation. Just want to throw it out there. It's like uh, feng shui, for example. That was the same way. Yeah, John, you taught me that, and I've uh, done my best to spread the good word. I'm doing my best to educate the masses right now. Yeah, I just say feng because every time I say feng, everyone starts questioning it. I'm like, oh, oh, I, I can't be bothered. I just, I understand. Yeah, I I get that all the time. Why is you saying feng? Yeah, I come up to explain it like a hundred times. <laughs> it's almost like I think not people, worth it. <laughs> I think pe people just assume that I'm going to mispronounce stuff so they don't even try to correct me anymore. So, <laughs> I'm sending YouTube videos. This is how you say Shiva. <laughs> exactly. That's my brand moving forward. Proper pronunciation. Yeah, yeah I'm... Uh... And then... Uh... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say I'm on my quest to... Uh... To Prestige Six Ada, I'm almost there. I've got her at five at the moment. Yeah, almost got the Blade Cosmetics. You didn't, you didn't just you didn't rock that last Prestige in a quick three or four more hours, right? Oh my god! Yeah, I just got it the other night when we were playing. Yeah, and uh, yep. yeah, I was really tired though, worn out. Yeah, I accidentally, players. I accidentally spent like 1.8 million blood points on Leatherface Prestige, just forgetting <laughs> that I had Prestiges to do because <laughs> that was nice. Folly. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. What prestige level face yeah. are you now? Yeah, what prestige? 37. Holy 37 shit. Wow. I think I'm like two or three on Wesker, and then I've got the first one on all three of the survivors. So. That's great. My, my prestige really is so low in comparison. I don't know. I play too much. I, uh, and I then think... we didn't mention. We didn't. Uh... Hmm. No. Would we not mention? No, no. If we forgot something, oh. I need to know. No, I'm I'm moving. I was trying to move to the RPD rework because I'm so excited to talk about it. But oh, okay. Um, you know, you can you can stay on if you want. Oh, I was just gonna. I was just since we were talking about prestige. I think the highest I have right now is ten. I'm just. Oh yeah, I, mean, I think so mine's behind. ten as well. 
Yeah, I'm I'm just because yeah. I'm still I, I just prestige one like Ash Williams the other day. So like I'm mm. way behind on them. I've been putting it off. Some of the you know, just some of these some of these guy survivors, Quentin, and just like ugh. Quentin's one of the few that I like P3'd because it was funny. <laughs> oh yeah. Always you should, you should... to the bit, Gary. Yeah, 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 Gary. It would be a great bit to go P one hundred Quentin. You could be the first. Oh god. Ugh. If he was melted first. candle Quentin, maybe, but he's not anymore. They made him oh. handsome. So it's like oh, I don't care about Quentin anymore. Yeah, they ruined Quentin. He was. He's not giving me riddles on. and trying to protect the ring or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What's the point? My precious. <laughs> I, I do. I will miss say though, I am, I, am, I am focusing on trying to prestige uh, Rebecca Chambers at the moment because I really like hyperfocus. Oh, yep. Oh man, yeah. I could talk about hyperfocus all day. What a great mechanic. Yeah, Doug and I were hyperfocus. Hyperfocus gaming on Friday. We were both bringing oh, yeah. hyperfocus stakeout toolboxes. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Miraculously, is... we were not winning most of those games. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, somehow, somehow. The, yeah. all the, the the pushback from the killer mains it doesn't seem to be translating to wins for John and I. <laughs> I don't know. I've been like destroying generators of hyperfocus. Like I've been doing. I can't no, believe we... how quickly they're going. That's the thing. We were destroying generators too. I yeah. I hate to sound like a typical uh, survivor main, but it was our teammates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you got to get five done to get the win. And, you know, yeah. we're, even if we're hand delivering three to four, you know, that still requires two people to do one gen. That's a lot to ask out of your teammates. It does feel like that. Like, I spend most of my time in solo and I'm like, I get three of the gens done. I'm like, I just need the other three to do 40% of the objective. I'm not yeah, asking just, too much. Just do something, anything. Uh, there were there were a couple of times when we played with our hyper focus builds where Doug, you and I would do literally four out of the five gens between the two of us. Yeah. And then we would get left for dead in the end game. <laughs> and the, and the, the random would escape. Like, not even looking yeah. back. Just like, <laughs> I'm out. Yep. MMR goes down. Later. Thumbs up, right? Easy. Yeah. It's fun, though. I, you know, people have been asking for a long time for the survivor experience to be a little bit more interactive. People get tired of sitting on gens. And so for me, um having like kind of like a mini game right like you're really re like handsomely rewarded for great skill checks and yeah, then it makes yeah, the skill yeah. checks harder as well so yeah I don't know, there's something oddly satisfying about i know this is going to sound cringe but hyper focusing on your hyper focus <laughs> yeah it's well named it's, it's a well-named perk it perfectly named yeah aptly named but like every time I'm, i hit a great skill check and the little sound effect happens my brain just gets so happy Oh, the reward center. Goes and getting, and when you hit yeah. six tokens, it's like, yes! Unstoppable. And then Dead Man Switch makes you get off the gen, you lose them all. It's like, oh, well, mm. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A hyperfocus should just, once you get six stacks, it should just complete the gen. Old, brand new <laughs> yeah. part. Killer Main John showing up again. Oh, no, yeah, we're, out, <laughs> we're like 15 minutes into the podcast and already already all the, the Killer Mains are out. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, I don't know. This was gonna be three talk. survivor mains talking on the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! You watch your mouth, sir. Let me appease them. <laughs> we should delete reassurance. <laughs> we they already deleted, deleted reassurance. They already deleted it by changing it. It's useless now. Like I have, have I, I'll, I know that you two don't play as much killer as I do, right? And mm. uh, but I will say that the uproar over reassurance is 
is is it's very similar to uproars of the past where conceptually people were worried it would be a problem. I have not had reassurance impact a single game yet, and I've probably oh, got I I don't think it's a good hours of killer. I think it's but, I think it's fun, I, but yeah. I I want it deleted for a very specific reason. I've had two survivors just use reassurance on me and then just walk away from my hook. Uh-huh. Yes, same. Delete same. It. I I I'm I, on the I, side of the face camper now. <laughs> somebody Somebody came- I, I had a Nancy the other day. I was put on first hook. She came up, she used reassurance on me, and then I was just like, oh, she's going to do the gen. She's like using my hook time to get extra gen progress. Cool. But then she just stood by the gen, and like I saw her aura. She was just like standing around. And then the killer came by, ran her off, and then I went to second phase. Yeah. Reassurance wow. is a- it's a- it's a killer puck. Survivors <laughs> are trolling each other with it's, it. It's the new self care. It is, yeah. I, I do think it's fun though. Like I, I bring it, and it's and it's kind of fun to like if you're, because sometimes you're going for the save, and then the killer comes back, and then it's like, well, I gotta commit now, mm, and so sometimes yeah, you can unhook them all. Yeah, so sometimes you can just be like, actually, just gonna buy ourselves thirty seconds, and I'm gonna try to go on a chase. It's very good on RPD as well because you can do it from a different floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that on uh, the game too, and yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a fun perk overall, but um, yeah, I haven't really seen it be abused. Yeah, I don't see the um, don't the infinite circle of healing situation. The, the way, people, the way that they've, the way that they've changed, the, the way that they've changed it now. The the amount of coordination you'd need from three people to troll one person to abuse it is pretty. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. really going to be an issue anymore. But I also don't think that the perk is really going to serve a whole ton of purpose. If somebody wants to camp, they're going to camp. Yeah. 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 yeah that's the yeah, thing. It's like that's one of the things I've I've learned playing the game is like because early on, if somebody was getting toned in my games, I was like unacceptable. We must save them. And then now I'm like, let's just do gens. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, because yeah. you could body block all you want. You can give them borrowed time. You can give them new twenty second borrowed time, twenty second haste. But if someone's determined to tunnel, that that person's probably going down. Unless you're in a full yeah. four stack. The best thing you can yeah. do if you're getting tunneled and camped and stuff is just be on that hook as long as you can. I'm sick yeah. of people giving up when they realize right. they're being camped and stuff. It's like just just put up with it. Don't DC before just, you get put on <laughs> yeah. the hook. Like I just know. just stick with it. Don't give up on the Buy hook. Buy me please. some time. Please, you're, you're only punishing your hardworking teammates when you yeah. give up like that. You're yeah. rewarding the killer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it's funny, because that's not what they're going to... That's not what they want to do. Supposedly. Yeah. But, um... Their protest is stupid. <laughs> I agree. What do you think, Doug? Um, you know, I'm kind of down with them just letting go and letting me get on to the next game. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. You got really quiet there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just letting the, the survivor mains Doug, 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 Doug would be happy if three survivors DC'd immediately and he had he got to kill the last person. Then I can, I can advertise <laughs> myself as a 1v1 god. <laughs> Maybe two like, DCs so that you can... Another top of MMR 4K. <laughs> Another high MMR 4K. It's right there in the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I... There, yeah, there's the, the whole concept of people communicating discontent through DCs and through giving up on Hook is 
it's really not serving i don't think the purpose that they're looking for like you said like it's just it's reinforcing poor behaviors um yeah and it, again though like it's it, this all comes down to like personal choice and liberty right like does somebody want to be in the game do they really care that much about their teammates if they want to just, they want out they want out it's yeah yeah it's which frustrating is, which is fair. yeah yeah but definitely at the end of the day like you can only protect yourself by running with you know with, with a team yeah uh but yeah it's reassurance is not to me the uh the ace card that people thought it was going to be in terms of i mean again i this will always come back to this 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 sort of idea this mentality that like you know that there's a perk that's going to save us but there's really not it's uh like you said, if they want to tunnel and they want to camp, they're going to camp and tunnel. And the teams that are really going to be able to effectively use reassurance probably already didn't need it unless it was, right. you know, unless it's a Bubba, they're probably not going to need it. They're going to be able to work their saves out anyways. So, yeah, right. I don't know. I think that reassurance would have worked better. This is going to piss a lot of people off, but I think it would have worked better <laughs> as a, like a base core game mechanic. Oh, um, similar to the way that they've added in the, 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 yeah, the great the great value BT, right? There's 10 extra seconds of anti tunnel right. that you get get for free, and then if you really want to double down, you can run the perk. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the direction. If I was in charge, that I would start going more is is having some of these perk mechanics just be base game mechanics, and then uh, that way, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to because to really use reassurance effectively, you need all four players running it because yeah. they're the one. You know, you don't know who's going to get hooked, so they have to activate right. So do you really want to use 25% of your perk slots on a mate just in case somebody or in case somebody camps really? It's, like, it's why I never took DS because I was like, that's one of my perks just filled up in case they tunnel me. Like, right. Yeah. I was never a big fan of DS either. I don't. I never ran it consistently. I missed DS when DS made you invincible for a minute. You could do gens and <laughs> do all that stuff. That was my oh favorite my thing. God. I know. Yeah. It's so much fun being invincible. <laughs> I'm weird though. I miss I miss all the broken stuff. Like I miss the game mm. just being being wild like that. The more I feel like the more balanced it gets, the less fun it gets. I I agree. Mm. I'm a you know I'm a proponent a proponent for you know, just let it be a mess a little bit a bit of chaos. Yeah. Chaos is fun. I do think DBD is at its best when it's most chaotic. That's true. Like the most I, fun uh, I ever have is end game collapse attempts at saves and stuff. Oh like my that. god. Yeah, I was I was telling Doug about this the other day. Last week, I had um, like one of the best matches I've had in a long time as Survivor. We were in solo queue. Uh, I was playing with my friend Max, and um, we weren't on comms. We were just kind of chilling. And uh, like the, the main game, the gen phase of things, if you will, went by like pretty smoothly, but the killer was getting hooks. And uh, it was a 3v1 at the end. And then all of a sudden, they got it down with no ed. And then no way out activated on the gates. And then Terminus, we couldn't heal. And so it all of a sudden was just like, oh, damn, like we got to stay in this. We got we got to do a save. And I went for the unhook, cleanse no ed. We wait for no way out to be done. And then the killer gets another down. We're, we're at the exit gate and then Blood Warden activates. It was oh, the full beautiful. end game scenario. And it's like. It, the game like successfully hit all the beats like every time one of them not activated like no I'd activated I was like oh shit no way out activate I was like oh shit blood <laughs> war and activate I was like oh shit and then you know we successfully still got a two-man escape I went for the save again but it was just like that was awesome like even though I died I had a great time because it was just like 
thrilling and chaotic the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a great park. Like, yo, you don't have to tell me. Oh yeah, no, well, I, I think I think, we're all, I think we're all fans of Noeds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're all Noed stands. I would even say in yeah, this podcast, I I, I do kind of I I understand why they made it have aura reading now, but I kind of miss the old Noed of like it's a mystery where it is. Can we find it? And now it's just like I just look for the aura. Oh, I found it. It's a little yeah, less I, th I think I think I think it spoils it from that perspective. But at the same time, like from the in terms of usefulness for the killer, it's made no difference. Yeah, true. I agree. Well, and I think that and this that was the point I was going to make is I think that the noed change is going to affect the like the less skilled games, like the lower MMR games, because yes, I think that at higher MMR with against strong teams, noed has not changed at all in effectiveness. If you if you if you the aura mm -hmm. reading is great for you know teams that aren't already playing pretty optimally but an optimally playing team like already kind of knows the the dull spawn location so they're already right. looking for it the second yeah. it pops they're already looking for it yeah if, yeah it where it's at now if your noed pops close enough to protect it you can use it but otherwise it's going to go yeah. away which is how it always was anyways but i think that right. that's what that prevents is that the lower mmrs people just leaving because noed's active they actually have a chance true to it, so i think that's it was a good, a good change yeah as a as as a noed enjoyer, I think that that rework change was absolutely the kind of thing they should be looking at, which is dulling the effectiveness at lower mid MMR, but like it doesn't change anything at higher MMR. Yeah, I don't know if that was at it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, in most of my games, when I played killer with noed, I would get, you know, one hit value and then would get cleansed. Yep. And it was still worth it a lot of times because you could set up that end game scenario where you were more in control. But yeah, in lower MMR, it is it is true. Um, they run around like chickens with their heads cut off. Because <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. they, 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 they don't even know where they don't even know where the exit gates are. They don't even know where the exit gates are. They're not right. ninety nine in the exit gates and and calling and... out tile locations. <laughs> like, oh, I checked seven. I checked five. Right. Look at one. <laughs> right. We nobody checked one. And, you know? <laughs> and also, the game is uh, the game is still so bad at communicating things like that that for a lot of new players or low lower MMR, just more inexperienced. Know it happens, and they don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, your first, the first time Noed kicks off, you get the little expose symbol. Do you know, do you yeah. know what that means? Do you have any yeah. idea what's going on? Seems yeah, there's like no one from... hacking. He's hacking. <laughs> He's <out of> <laughs> no, oh my god, dude. Yeah, so many of my low MMR games were were filled. Like when I first started, were were filled with um. Well, I guess there was there wasn't MMR back then, but you know what I mean. When I was new, uh were filled with people like if they went down by Noed, they'd be like, How did you one hit me in the end game? And they would get so confused about it. And it's because the game doesn't properly explain what's happening in scenarios like that. There should be like a, a different kind of UI until I you agree. get to a certain point. Yeah. It would be nice if there was like <laughs> it just something. gets really ridiculous. Like you get hit with no and it just goes one hit down. Dude, no, I, no I'm, I'm all for that like power thirst announcer coming over the speakers like no one escapes death. Like yeah. it, oh my God. it pops guys, up in big red letters. This is a serious no, video I, game. I, I would have like loved this that. Version. I think that should happen like Can anytime. You please like, take it a little bit more seriously, dude. If the killer oh, hits the you, announcer in. Yes. Multi kill. <laughs> yeah. Double down. Triple I, down. I, yeah, I, yeah, ex down. Exactly. You got blood. 4K. I Hope think uh, devour. <laughs> I I sincerely think though, like like 
say the killer hits you and you get mangled. I think it should just be like sloppy butcher all over <laughs> your screen. I would love that. They should just you lean in on the chaos. Out of this. You're making a farce out of this serious competitive game, John. Right. I'm sorry. Game. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I was thinking it might be a casual party game for a second. My mistake. My mistake. It's okay. I'll reel it back in. Sorry for embarrassing Dead you guys. By, Dead by Esports will never <laughs> forgive you. Right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, overall, though, we've kind of gone all over the place, but I think that. Eh, the game's in a pretty good spot right now. It feels better. I think yeah. a lot of the a lot of the the initial the initial hand ringing and and screaming from the rooftops about the last major balance patch where they reworked perks and added time to the gens and all that. I think it's we're really starting to see a lot of things people were super worried about. To me, haven't really been much of a factor. The built-in base kit BT hasn't impacted me at all. Reassurance hasn't impacted me at all. Yeah, As someone who really didn't like the six point one point oh update initially because solo queue lifestyle became miserable um yeah. i do wonder if that was a preemptive change ready for this one because i do think hyper focus and some of these other perks are mm. like gen gens are popping now they started they popping are. again like yeah yeah i just think the game honestly it might be the most balanced it's ever been right now i i said that on stream the other day like just the other day i said the exact phrase i thought it's, i think it's the most balanced it's ever been right now yeah for real like because I I'm in a similar boat to you. Like when I was like, you know, because I I mostly play Survivor. I do play some Killer as well, but I mostly play Survivor. So when I saw like, oh my God, they're adding ten seconds. They're adding fifty seconds to the Survivor objective. Oh, like that. I mean, like Swift will be able to handle it, but I was like, that's gonna be horrible for solo queue because people already don't do gens in solo. And it was it was miserable. It was for like miserable. Two weeks. It yes. was very sad to play solo queue Survivor. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, for the first couple of weeks, I was like, suspicions confirmed, misery, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, lately, I like, it's the past couple of weeks, I've been really enjoying my solo queue survivor games still. Yeah. I think it's some I of the most know. fun I've ever had in DVD. I got a, I got a uh, Scratch Mirror Myers on Mother's Dwelling the other day, and it was one of the most fun matches I've ever had. Oh, yeah. So a, good. A fun uh, Jump Scare Myers is like some of the most fun you can have in this game i've never had scratch mirror not on an indoor map yeah they, did, they didn't bring a map offering they just they brought a black they just ward. Brought it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and they got mother's dwelling i was like and it was terrifying it's... didn't know where to look <laughs> yeah i mean normally you would think like oh if you're gonna bring scratched mirror on myers like you need Leary's, you need an indoor map but i've i've played against some very good jump scare myers on outdoor maps and it's it's almost worse yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Frankly. terrifying. It was yeah. terrifying because usually you just yeah. look at doorways. I took yeah. three sixty view because I had no idea. It, like you could be sneaking up from any angle. Exactly. Yeah. And and he did. Yeah. <laughs> he got me in multiple times. Yeah. 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 When you play against a, like a good one that's getting downs, it's really fun. A lot of times yeah. you play against a scratch mirror Myers that just like a poor guy. They just can't even get a hit, and those aren't really that fun. But yeah. Yeah, or you get the ones that they get that first hook and then they just like camp the hook the whole time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So you brought this whole you brought this whole ass mimic build or meme build just to stand in the corner and wait for us to come unhook. Dude, if you're gonna That's camp weird. with Myers, you might as well bring your power. Yeah, for real. Or just play <laughs> Bubba. Or just, just play, play Bubba. Yeah, just double down, play Bubba already. Come on. 
There's nothing wrong like with Duck playing does. Bubba. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm a Bubba stan wow. as well. I think we're, I think all oh, yeah, three I of like us, all like three Bubba. of us are pro Bubba now. Bubba's one. Of I the used most to hate fun. him. I used to hate him. Yes. Yeah, me too. But but when you play against a Bubba that's not like Insidious Basement Camping, it's actually like some of the most fun loops in my opinion because it's just it's so scary when yeah. he's got the chainsaw going. You don't know if you yeah, can make no, the I loop. Agree. Obviously, like Bubba's my favorite killer in the game has been for years, and yeah. playing against him again. The, I think the problem is that there's just so many people who use Leatherface as a camping mechanism. He's got guaranteed. Right, you know, guaranteed secure. So, yeah. I think you get a lot of bad behavior. Bubba players tend to go hand in hand with Noed <laughs> and Franklin's and a specific play style. So, yeah. But at his core, I think he's yeah one of the most fun killers well-rounded in the game. Dare yes, I say, no. one of the best designed. Yeah. Ooh, I'd agree. Gary used the word design. High praise. <laughs> Ooh, high praise from high praise resident. Or- Professor Hotcross. Professor Hotcross, <laughs> yes. I like it. But yeah, I guess, oh. I mean, our overall overall feelings are thumbs up on Project W, yeah? Yeah, yeah, this yeah is, I think, I think West is great. I've... We're, we're hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging uh, viewers right now because we're giving positive feedback about Wesker, positive feedback mm-hmm. about the new perks, including reassurance, positive feedback about the meta, the balance patch, we need to get well, negative about something quick. Well, I I can think of something negative to talk about. Oh, okay. Let's talk about RPD. Because <gasps> everyone hates segue. it. <laughs> right, Doug? Everyone. everyone hates yeah. it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think the RPD rework was fantastic. And hmm. I think that the map is... The map is... Both versions of the map are where they need to be, which is... Um, you know, in my again, this is my personal experience. I'm one player, but um, I feel like the ability to pull a long chase on RPD for Survivor now uh, does actually hinge on being a good runner instead of just being able to hold W to a couple of really unsafe or really unfair areas in the map. The old RPD True. had a couple had a couple of really unfair areas. Like there was just basically nothing you could do but run the window to to entity block. Yeah, I mean that we all know that that main that office one window was just ab- absolutely unplayable. Yeah, um, strongest now in I the game that, at the time. Yeah, and I think that the the our, the PTB version with the extra pallets was really really hard. With the double like the double pallet loop at main lobby was insane. Yeah, um, but they removed all that stuff. They took like half the pallets out, and now it, it really does feel like a pretty fair map. Mm-hmm. I, I've got to say, I'm I'm a little disappointed that you like it, though, because I I like it too. I was looking for you to hate it. Actually, oh, no. I really Damn, like are, we in, are we are we in agreement on a positive opinion? Because uh, I like it too. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think it looks better. I think like, and I love old RPG. I think we all, oh. at least when we Swift, we would get a good giggle out of taking offerings for it. Yeah, um, yeah. I've always like, liked I li- RPG. I liked I liked RPG. I thought it was a, an interesting, unique map. And but the split, I actually think I like more. Uh, I like the outside yeah. area. I like the new pallet spreads. I like the new loops. I think it's a lot easier for killers to find hooks um, because they can obviously there's holes in every wall. There's no dead ends like everywhere. Yeah, um, I think I, it's just a lot more interesting. It's it is slightly true. smaller. The the biggest difference to me are the um, holes in the walls. The bro- the broken walls have yes. made yeah. it a lot easier to navigate. For one thing, for people that had a problem with that on on this map. But also, like it makes it makes it a lot more dangerous for Survivor, and 
You know, in, in a lot of cases too, like uh, killers that you would have previously just been railroaded in the hallway by them, like Huntress or something. You can kind of, you can dip you have out. places to dip out now. Which I mean, that that was. I also have to say that was one of the hardest maps in the game to play as is Huntress. <laughs> for for other reasons but uh yeah i feel like it's more more interesting like to to navigate now into loop than it used i mean to would be. i be bold enough in saying wait wait, wait 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 would i be too bold in saying that actually the most problematic part of the map now is how easy it is to three gen if you don't properly Ooh, handle I, th I think i think the gen placement lobby. is very like, like that's where i think it's balanced okay because i think the map overall is still it's still survivor sided i think some, a lot of the palettes are still yeah. quite strong but gen placement is where i'd say like the killer yeah. can target and protect areas especially yeah, it's very easy to three gen. especially if there's two gens in the main lobby yeah, yeah, which there mm. are. It, it feels like a majority of the time there. At least half of the games, I see one at the top of the stairs and one yeah. like on the base area. Yeah. yeah, which means that you're automatically going to have that third spawn on one of the two sides to make it an easy three gen. And then if they, yeah. if you're playing in solo queue and your teammates aren't thinking proactively with what gens they're popping, you can get into trouble real quick three genning on that map. Yeah, yeah it's happened and to me a couple times. Pain. Oh my god, I was playing against four slowdown Legion the other day and we three gen an RPD. Oh, oh. in solo queue. We somehow, we somehow, I, I died, but we finished the gens. <laughs> I oh, was amazed. God, that's insane. I yeah. was just going to ask what you did with your, with your five minute DC timer. No, a couple of times, uh, you guys know me, I'm fucking, I, I don't give up on shit like that and I should, but I, I was yeah. sitting there like, Cause I was like, I would just give up on hook, but I was like, I think we can finish this last gen. And like, nobody was helping me. He was constantly getting like dead man switch. Like he had dying light fanophobia, all that crap. And we, we finally did it though. We finally got it. It, it was like a miserable 25 minute match though. <laughs> it was awful. And then you died something. and watched them all escape. Yeah. <laughs> What yeah. could have really helped there is a little hyper-focused stakeout game. That's <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of left that one at home for that one. I was just bringing my That's usual fun builds. That was my mistake. Yeah. You got to get serious if you want to win in this game. You know, I think okay, that so outdoor I, area, I'm a little split on, though. I like it. I, I, like, I, I think it's cool. I think it's like, I think that they did a great job um, of, of making the exit gate by there much yes. better two, so two, just... two ways to actually get to that like when yes. you're working yeah. on that door in the old one and the killer comes and you're like well i'm trapped there's well, nothing I'm, i can do yeah here. i'm fucked yeah yeah i hated that i hated that so i think that that's good that they they don't and a lot of times when you would spawn there too at the beginning of the game you have to go in the main <laughs> lobby and then they hear the killer's terror radius and then there they are you're in a chase and yeah. so now you have an option so i like that about it but I just don't, like, playing as Survivor there, I don't like, like, the loops are very unsafe to me. And doing the gen there well, is really I, dangerous. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, it, it actually, like, you really have to play well to run yeah. the map well now. Before, it, it didn't feel that way at all. Everything was just free. You just hold W to whatever the next but, safe yeah. tile is. Yeah, and, I, and I'd but say, like, it is, they are on safe pallets out there, but it's also quite an out-of-the-way gen for the killer. It is, know? yes, yeah. And it's one yeah, of the things where you have a really long almost, line of sight too for Survivor. Well, I almost treat that outdoor gen like the like the main building gen on Dead Dog. Like I just to let him have it. I don't care. I don't. I don't care enough. Like you said, it's out of the way. There's not usually yeah. any reason to protect that. Yeah, gen. yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'll take a chase out there if it's free, if they give it to me, but I'm not going to go out of my way to check that gen typically. Yeah, I do. I do love playing Wesker in that outdoor area, though, because especially by the exit gate, I mean, that's a pretty easy way to just M2 (laughs) someone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's nowhere to go, but overall, I'd say the RPD rework is kind of a win as well. It's that map's gone from a cringe or a, you know wanting to alt F4 loading into actually being tolerable now. So I'm, yeah, really yeah, I haven't I haven't seen survivors just DCing when they see it. Oh, that no, that still happened. Uh, we brought an RPD offering on Friday, and somebody oh, DC oh. with the loading screen. Yeah. Yeah, it was a survivor that did it too. Of course, it's always okay. they always DC on RPD. I mean, it could be because they're just a bit fed up of it because it's in high rotation. That's mode, true. Isn't it? It's like every, I mean, three out of my four games are on RPD at the moment. I'm like, okay, I get yeah. it. It's new. You gotta well, get the achievement stacks that. though. I was just gonna say they did that achievement. So yeah, for me, I'm you know bringing on until my achievement's done. Yeah. <laughs> and then no more. Oh. <laughs> then I'll be back to alt f it as well. So we need uh, we need to find something to disagree on, guys. Because we've got agreed one. on. Okay, okay, let's go. Blast mine has had a oh. bit of an update. Mm-hmm. Where Why? if it is if <laughs> if you Why? use blast mine and the killer doesn't kick the generator, you still lose it. You just lose blast mine. What are your guys' thoughts? I think that's I- dumb. I think it's dumb. I think it's unnecessary. I imagine the reason that they did it was for the inclusion of wiretap, weirdly. It seems like a the only thing I can think of why they would do that to Blastmine. Okay, so the rumor I keep hearing is that Blastmine was always supposed to work that way, but it was bugged to let you get your charge back if it didn't get used. What? And that they fixed the they like fixed the glitch. <laughs> That's again, like I I as a as a fog whisperer and a mm-hmm. person who's pretty plugged into the development process in Dead by Daylight right now, I have not had that confirmed by any source with any information. Right. But I have heard a lot of people in Twitch chats who are their own version of PHP. Right? <laughs> uh, they they have been telling me that that was always supposed to work that way and that they fixed the glitch. So everyone everyone's so confident um, about these unconfirmed opinions. Yeah. True, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean I mean my opinion on the Blast Mine thing is I think it's a good thing to change it. I think Blast Mine is a very strong perk. Not because How? not because you How? could always <laughs> you know you have to you have to say what you Yeah, yeah oh I will. I will say why it's a strong perk. Give me a second, Doug, and I'll tell you why it's a strong perk. You've upset me, Gary. So this is the content. Continue. Thank you, Gary, As... for upsetting Doug. <laughs> <laughs> As a solo queue survivor. I more often than not use it as a bat signal to tell survivors to come help me on a generator or heal me. The mm. blast mine is like a secondary power to it. And it is always funny when they kick it, but I can use it over and over again as a bat signal to give information to my teammates. And I think that's where I think it was always quite a strong perk. Whereas now I'm not using it. I'm not wasting it on just getting information. I'm using it strategically now to get the stun on the killer when I think they're going to come kick my gen. So I think it's working more as it should be than I, as I was using it. And I think many others used it. Like you just get blast one, you just put it on a gen. There's no reason not to. Whereas now there is like, don't just use it because it, you've got it. Like wait till the killer's coming. It, it is more. It, it feels much better it. to to use. I think. Hmm. So you wanted them to take out the ability 
to give information to your teammates about what gen they should be working. I think on. it it's it has a dual purpose. And I don't know I don't know quite why it gives information to my teammates when it's meant to be a stun the killer thing. But I think this change stops me from just using it perpetually as an information thing. I think that change stops most people from using it perpetually in general. <laughs> this, mm -hmm. it's like the, yeah, the, yeah. If the if the blast mine stun actually did anything but buy you three extra seconds, like it might be, I might understand. But like the blast it does, it's, all, stun, it's also hysterical. It's funny. It is yeah, funny. Which is why it, it is should, funny. Which is why we should increase its frequency and duration, not yeah. reduce it. Like I think it should be more prevalent. It should be more off. I, I mean, I just, were, I'm just saying. I just understand why they've done this. If their if their reasoning was for wanting you to not be able to give free information, they could have just removed the information piece of the perk and kept the stun the same. Though. Which I would have been equally happy with. That would have I... actually made sense because you don't really gain anything if Blastmine like if if them kicking the gen like resulted in anything beyond a three second stun, I might be able to see what you're but saying. But I, I still use it, it as a way of telling. I, I still use it to tell my teammates this gen I was working on it. Why would Please you not go just finish use Discord it? to do that? Because <laughs> I'm not in a Swift. Okay. But at the same time, so, you could argue Solo Q so is already a nightmare is, and it's well, lost another one of its tools. So That's exactly what I'm saying. So you're telling me that like you want its effectiveness nerf, but like in a Swift, it's not effective anyways because you already have that information. So you're just, you're actually, what you're doing here is, and this is going to be the big controversy this week, Gary, is you're, you're actually... <laughs> Pulling and, and screaming. I'm the killer main. And lobbying for solo survivor nerfs. And that's <laughs> oh, that is a great point. I just, I can understand that I think Blastmine is a, a very undervalued perk, which I don't know why more people don't take it because it's quite good. Now I understand why not everyone's taking it. Beforehand, I, I didn't understand. Now I, you know, it's just, a, it's just another perk. Yeah, I just wanted to leave the fun perks alone. Gary, have you anything that encourages people to run fun perks? We still have head-on. Another bad perk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bad <laughs> perk. Gary, have you ever uh, checked out one of Nancy's perks? Better together. True. No. You ever heard of wiretap? Wiretap's fun. Yeah. <laughs> wiretap lasts for they like eighty seconds. Yeah, they should probably take out the information. That's too much information for all you solos. That's out the there, that's the know? point of it is information, but blast miner isn't the point of it. The point of it is to be a stun and a blind to the killer, but it's also giving information. Like it's you can't have a you shouldn't have perks have dual purposes. They should See. do one thing well, and Blastmine does or did two things well, so I can so, see why they changed it. What if they got rid of the yellow aura and they revert it back to? That would be absolutely fine as well. Because hmm. it would still do the exact same thing where you're using it to stun the killer. And not as an information pack. I see. Huh. <laughs> interesting. Quiet. Right. <laughs> yeah, Quite interesting. On that. Um, interesting. Well, we let's let the comment section take care of you, Gary. <laughs> You're done for, bud. You're done for, but Yeah, you have no idea. You have no idea what they're going to say about you. You never stream this game. Make it for a garden. <laughs> but yeah, I guess other things we might be able to agree or disagree on. We talk about matchmaking incentives. Um, oh yeah, blood web costs are fantastic. Sense. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. This this uh, this latest update not only gave us uh, Resident Evil characters, but also gave us some very uh, interesting grind reduction. Um, Which actually assistance. feels like a huge reduction now. Like I just feel like I can actually prestige characters, and it's not 
so much effort. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I've heard a lot of... Uh, oh. Oh, I was just going to introduce it for everyone that um, they they've introduced matchmaking incentives. Which, uh, if they if they need more survivor players or more killer players, depending on how many people are in queue, they'll give up to double blood points for you to play one of those roles that's needed. And in addition, they've reduced uh, all items in the blood webs cost by I believe thirty percent, thirty three percent. Okay, yeah, even more than I thought. Yeah. So things that cost seven thousand now cost five thousand. Things that cost uh, four thousand before are twenty five hundred. It's uh, it's very noticeable. Very noticeable. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And you were ripping through prestige levels quick, but I've actually heard a lot of pushback on this. Uh, really, this has kind of been the new, I have too. The last couple, the last couple of days has been kind of the the new hot Twitter thing. Is is that with the reduction in the grind? comes a lot more like godlike add-ons and godlike survivor items yes um, basically every match is going to have iridescent add-ons every match is going to have like purple flashlights and commodious mm -hmm. toolboxes it just basically there's it's like the economy has changed and now it's a lot easier to bring strong items and i mean i'll echo that for when we were playing just john and max and i were playing the other night i was spending points on my blown web just to get bloody party streamers and get like extra items and stuff yeah it's very easy to get to get good that stuff. is an interesting thing like i'm trained it's trained in my brain just to save my brand new parts for swiftos but yeah maybe now i'll have like a lot more than i'm used to I'm like i'll just bring a rainbow map why not yeah yeah i'll bring i haven't seen him on add-ons on, on Boba. at the same time though killers have the exact same thing don't they like they're going to be able to bring more of their iridescent add-ons so it's right. if everyone's bringing like... the stronger stuff then it i mean the problem is brand new parts are way I better think... than yeah i was about to say like I mean, it's true that killers will be able to bring like, you know, more powerful add-ons, but I think it's it's kind of exacerbated a little bit on the survivor side because, you know, if all four people are like, let's all bring commodious toolbox because yeah. screw it. We've we've got tons of them now. Let's all bring brand new parts. Let's all bring purple flashlight with, you know, double battery or, you know, double lens or whatever. It's a lot easier for them to do that now. To, for everyone to just be yeah. totally stacked in the in the lobby. High balanced gameplay. <laughs> Which I, I think I think honestly, I, I think a potential solution for this would be to adjust the rarity of some of these stronger uh, items and add-ons that maybe flew under the radar. Like Commodious Toolbox should absolutely be purple or higher. Right. Um yeah. Yeah, I, th I think they can. I think they can make just a couple adjustments to these. Like, you know, maybe maybe purple flashlights pink now. I don't know. I don't want to. I, I love flashlight users. I don't want to make them. You know, have to work harder really for this stuff. But uh, just an example. You know, maybe some things could move to pink. There's not really that much in, on the pink side on Survivor anyway. It's like True. brand new part, no, I mean, oddball, new part and rainbow map. Keys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keys. keys. Honestly, they should just Useless, like... just remove keys at this point. Or, well, I have an idea yeah. for keys, but maybe I should save that for another time. Um, yeah, we'll do a whole episode on that. That would be a fun thing to talk about. I think because I think keys are like horrible, like useless now. They need to do something about them. But now it's just like anytime I see a key, even if it's not just a green key. Or like a key add-on in the blood. I'm just like, ugh, avoid entity. Please take it. <laughs> God. Um, this curse. But yeah, there's not that many pink on the survivor side. It's like there's, yeah, brandy part, oddball, rainbow map, pink key, right? Like that's it. Yeah, 
I think yeah. just talking about this and thinking about this, I would argue that like this has got to be like a huge blind spot for the development. Like objectively, Commodious Toolbox is better than the Purple Toolbox, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Very obje- objectively, a yellow medkit is better than a green medkit, right? Like right. The green yes. medkit is garbage. It's just a brown medkit that goes fast. Like yeah, know. yeah. It, it depends on what purpose you want it for, in my opinion. Because sometimes green's nice because it oh. is so fast, but. Oh, Gary. Gary. Just saying. We were so close to just like (laughs) nodding our heads and moving on to the next point. (laughs) Carry on though. Carry on. I'll make a deal. I'll trade you. I'll trade you all my green med kits for your yellows. You got is that deal? No, I I still want yellow as well. (laughs) They got different they do different things. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, I just I think that items could definitely use a little pass over in terms of rarity and effectiveness. Yeah, I mean, I think that's all they would have to do to really solve that issue. Because um, there's there's really only a couple of items and a couple of uh, add-ons that are the standouts, and they've stayed they've stayed the same rarity for like years. They've never yeah. been adjusted. So yeah, no, yeah. I think overall it's not like a huge issue, but it's also we're we're in the short term right now. It's, we're not it, able it, to see the long term effects. Yeah. If I start playing killer, I just notice solo queue start bringing brand new parts and stuff i'm gonna be like oh this is this yeah. is miserable everybody's got like commodious brand new part wire spool or like i don't know with hyper focus and yeah out. everybody's bringing like the the most cracked flashlights or like they're bringing purple med kits with gel dressings and yeah 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 mm, the good old fashion four hill med kit my favorite yeah <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where, like, if you're playing killer and, like, one person has a cracked item, it's just like, oh, okay. But if all four people are like, yeah, let's all bring our cracked items and, you know, play party streamers and we can just get get tons of items, just snowball it, that could be an issue in the long term. Yeah. Time will tell, I guess. Yeah. Time will tell. I don't, I don't know that it's a huge issue, but it's definitely yeah. a, a pain point for for Twitter right now is that every game has <laughs> every. all the best items and all the best add-ons. Well, that, we'll check back in season meta. five and, uh, and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's about it. Huh? What else? What else is on the DVD docket? Is there any, um, see, we talk, any talk about is, is streamer options like with anonymous mode and, Oh, you're talking what? about how you're talking about how, when you put on streamer mode, you can't report people now because you can't click on their profiles. Oh. That was the point I was going to get to. Yeah. Oh no! That's a, a big I, oversight. It is a big oversight. Yeah, which means hackers are a little bit safer, which I don't think is the direction anyone wants the game to go. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah that that is an issue, and I, I'm kind of anti-streamer mode anyway. Like I understand why people use it, but at the same time, like I like I like seeing other people's usernames, and I like there have been people that I've met through Endgame chat through like nice wholesome interactions and the only reason that I was able to like continue the interactions outside of the game was because I saw their username or they saw my username or you know they went to my stream yeah, or too. something and I you, know, you bump into the same username like a week later you're like oh my yeah. god this is the ace that saved me from and you say something nice and it's like a nice yeah back and forth like I, I agree completely I'll never use it I uh I only just like sort of uh introduced myself to Sergeant Fidget like the other week, but mm. I I remember their username 
Like I've I've uh I've caught them in solo queue uh like many times in the past and I've been like, oh, it's that Sergeant Fidget person because I always thought they had like a funny username. Mm. And it, like if I've got streamer mode on, like I'm never gonna have that kind of. I think you still see the names in the dynamic. post lobby, don't you? I don't think so. I think well, I think that 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 used to be the case, but then with this new one, they've completely blanked them out. Oh, okay. So that that's why you can't report them in the post game. But like there on the profile, it just says the clown. Yeah. The mastermind. Oh right, yeah, it does do that, doesn't it? There have been other times too when like I've gotten like coconut RTS and in solo queue, and I've been like, oh shit, that's so cool, like that we just bumped into each other, or like you know, I'll I'll look at who the killer is afterwards, and I'll be like, oh, I was playing against you know, um, I'm trying to think of an of an example, but you know what I mean, like. Yeah, I, like like I, I always light up a... when I realize I'm against Sammy MJ or Lilith Omen or someone like I'm like, oh my god, this is yeah. great. Yeah, it's it's yeah, cool. I like the I like the, so, the social aspect of not being in streamer mode. I also am a big fan of. Like like I said, I understand so. why people do it. Totally, definitely, especially you know people that get kind of they have larger communities and people might go harass uh, another streamer that they're that they're with, but. Or team I, sniping, like they might want to try and avoid their yeah. lobbies being seen and Yeah. Yeah, but I, I really I like I feel like the social aspect of, of DVD has been uh, like neutered enough with like the end game chat sensor and stuff and cross play now, like you just don't get end game chat like you used to when it was all PC or I will I will platform. never get used to the sensor. I yeah. wish I could just turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Same. I wish we. I Me wish too. we had a choice because I, I don't like it either. I uh, I actually know a content creator who plays primarily killer who turns off crossplay specifically so he can have interactions in post game chat. That's cool. Yeah, he gets tired of all the the crossplay guys who can't. Yeah, I do like. Know how I, I do hate when you finish a really good match and you <sighs> go into the post game, you write GG, and then it's just silence. Silence. I know. Either, sometimes they're, they're PC as well, and they still don't write anything. You're like. Why did we have? Why did we bother having this experience together? If we're not even going to talk at the end, oh. yeah. And especially when somebody gets like off like a really cool end game save or something, or um, you have like a really wholesome interaction with someone, and then you get to the end game and you're just like, GG, GL, and you're next. You know, whatever the the yeah, usual yeah. stuff, and you just get nothing. And it's just like, man, that would have really like elevated the experience for me if I could yeah. have had like some some one-on-one -on -one interaction the amount of times where you're like you're in solo queue you're the only one who dies you you save everyone you die and then yeah. nothing in the post nothing. game you're like really not a thank you not, not a even GG. a thank you gary i know, <laughs> I know. makes my blood boil <laughs> well like you're talking about posting chat like a lover scorned over here <laughs> start writing gg me good lucky next me <laughs> it's not just on survivor too like i mean i've had plenty of times when i play killer and i'll be against like all crossplay. And I'll just have like the most fun match. Like they're going for flashlight saves. They're trying to bully me with like locker CJs and stuff. And then like we get to the end and I'm like, I had a really great time playing with you guys. And then nothing. Yeah. And Did you like, win? Well, well when you win wait, those games, they, they just move on. <laughs> it's true. Well, I've had both like where I've, where I've won and, and they obviously didn't say anything. But then even ones where I've lost or there was, there was like a 2K or something. Just nothing. I know that a lot of people in the DVD community complain about you know they get they get flamed in the end game. The game's so toxic. I I can't remember. Last I rarely experienced toxic it. interaction in, in yeah. the end game. Yeah, I know. My it's... experience is a little different. 
but um, <laughs> I do play a specific role, a specific way. Um, right. I feel like I feel like it's a non-issue though. You just you can just close it off. You can like you, I hear yeah. people complain about how toxic Endgame chat is or how toxic the community is, and like I hate to sound like dismissive, but they're like they literally are tools in the game that makes it so that cannot be a thing. If you make your Steam profile private and you turn off Endgame chat, you just click on the little three arrows on the right side. Yeah. You can never ever have to experience any abuse at the hands of other players in this game, outside of hackers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. No, like, I've I've had. Stuff. I've had people in chat tell me like this game looks fun, but I don't want to get yelled at, and so I I don't want to play, and I have to tell them I was like you just yeah just you click the you click the arrows in the lower right no more chat permanently you don't ever have to you never have to see any of them (laughs) yeah you never have to interact with anyone if you don't want to and they're all bots which is totally fine but I you know I see that side of things but I also like the interaction a lot. To bring yeah, it back to so it's one, my, mode, so. one of my favorite moments in DVD is just the back and forth where you and Doug's the same. Um, Absolutely, just, yeah. just yeah. like winding someone up in the post game. Mm-hmm. They it's say my, something. It, my favorite, I think, yeah. my favorite meme is just pretending like I don't understand what they're complaining about <laughs> and trying to get them to like super explain it to me why they're upset. And yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, they realize that I know I just don't care and I'm having fun, and that's yeah, the best content you can make. Oh. Uh. That's pretty much the entire update, I think. Yeah, I, think so. I mean, I think we've I think we've covered it thoroughly and uh, and completely comprehensively. So, great. Okay. Positive opinions all around on most things. <clears throat> most things. Sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry. I guess, <laughs> sorry I guess, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Though they Uh-oh. did confirm. They did confirm on the DVD forums that Wesker's uh, hitbox, the power hitbox, is going to get a, a buff. It's oh, that'll be, be between, between between PTB and live. That'll be interesting because I there, there's two sides to that because I understand I understand what people are saying with the small hitbox, so it'll it will make like easier open space hits. But also something that happened more on the PTB that hasn't happened on live to me playing Wesker is just going down a hallway hitting nothing and and colliding. And that hasn't happened for yeah, me online. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, and I, I will say, I quite like when you hit someone with Wesker. It feels very satisfying because obviously, yes, it's it's kind of difficult to hit. Um, yeah, I don't want it to become because, as you say, in the PTB, if you hit, if you were near a survivor, you grabbed them. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't oh, difficult yeah. to hit anyone. But at the same time, you did hit every, I don't know, oh my a god, pencil leaning out of a dude a desk that would like, stop you on Springwood, like the hedge bushes on the side of the house trying to go down that with Wesker. I, I, there were so many times when I just was going down it straight and I hit nothing and he would just stop. And I'd be like, well, that chase just got elongated by another 30 seconds. Thanks to that. <laughs> so I'm a little concerned about the hitbox going up, frankly. Yeah. Oh, I do understand the concern of it. He's quite difficult to, it ta- he's going to take a lot of effort to get good with. Yeah. I mean, I had similar problems with blight too. And, Clearly, that's a, <laughs> flights fucking yeah, no, like wrecking anymore, people. Right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they can fine tune it, but yeah. Overall, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be interested to see if they're able to increase the box without making like you guys said him bump off of every you know yeah straight leaf on every bush. Yeah, I think I think they'll get it. They got blight collision down pretty good. He still slides off a few things, but for the most part, 
I think his collision is pretty consistent. I did go on a little mini rant about this on stream the other day about just general collision on maps because there's so many times when like I'm trying to loop uh, as survivor looking behind me and I'll just like run into a little twig sticking out and then I just get hit and I'm just like the 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 loops should be completely flat point blank period I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure I think there's two different types of colliders in Dead by Daylight. I yeah. don't know. Like Blight reacts differently to different killer shacks. Yeah. So there's there's some weird things that I think they're still working on. Because they're they're trying to nerf the hug tech on Blight right at the moment. That's what's supposedly being worked on. And I think that's them yeah. fixing the collider issue. But I don't know the I don't know the details. I don't work there. <laughs> yeah. But nice. Wesker could be having similar issues with different right. colliders. Yeah. We'll see how things go, I guess. Yeah. Didn't want to go on a little rabbit trail about collision, but it's just so annoying sometimes. <laughs> like, where you're just like you're trying you're trying to like loop a pallet and then like the wheelbarrow handle sticks out a little too far and then you're just like Oh my god, yeah. You just kind of slide against it and they get a free hit. Ugh. Whatever. That's the survival. Sounds like a skill issue to me. Sounds like a skill issue to me. It happens to be on killer too, like Sometimes I'll I'll be like uh, you know, um, you know, trying to fake out like a pallet by going you know back and forth on the edge, and I'll get hung up when they when they vault, and and I'll just be a little bit late, and then they'll vault back. Yeah. Yeah. Drive you crazy, huh? Yeah. Makes me rage out. Does it? And, and then John gets really toxic in the post game lobbies. Yeah. Then I, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. At this point, you need a chat sensor. It gets so brutal. And then I tell my chat to harass their stream and <laughs> go yeah, fly, my pretties, fly. fly. Blast them on Twitter. Yeah. Downvote all their Instagram posts. <laughs> yes. Just follow them around everywhere. Downvote. 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 Well, I think that'll kind of do it for our Dead by Daylight segment. It was only an hour and a half long, so we've still got other th uh, other stuff to talk about. Yeah, we got uh, a couple of things coming down the pike, right? VHS announced a new update that's going to be dropping soon with a new monster. Yeah, what's it called map. again? Deathwire. The monster? Deathwire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look yeah. up a picture of it right now. It's uh, It's a robot. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, like, I've seen it briefly. That's like a battle bot, right? Killer robot. Something out of, something out of the, the movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, neat. I played VHS for the very first time on Friday. Um, Doug, you were there for most of it. Yeah, you, you were incredible. I mean. Thank you. Really, the, really the glue that held the whole team together, I feel like. Thank you. I, I enjoyed going down the first 15 seconds, like five matches in a row. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. a great experience. Um, no, I actually, uh, just in general, the general uh, thoughts about uh, VHS. A lot of people out there actually don't know about Video, video Horror Society. And uh, you would be forgiven for not knowing much about VHS, considering they've barely marketed the game at all. And that's part of the reason it's not as successful at the moment. But it's yeah. another 1v4 game, similar to DBD, except uh, the gameplay is quite different. The goal is to kill the monster as survivors. And the goal as the monster is to basically, you know, obviously kill all the survivors, but 
there's no hooks. You just down them and, and slug them. It's like if DVD was nothing but slugging. Kind of. Yeah. In that regard. Um, and I played it for the first time on Friday. It's been out in early access for over a month. And I have generally positive things to say about it. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I, Gary hasn't heard I was, my I was thoughts little, on was, VHS. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was about to ask. Like, how, how did you feel about it? Because. Yeah. Well, I, d I didn't play any of Monster. It's worth noting. I only played as teen and I only played, you know, in a, a Swift with uh, uh, Sinnoh, Doug, and Lynxy. So we had okay. a four stack for most of the time. Um, but I like, I didn't, I'm, I'm very bad at it at the moment. Like, because it has such different gameplay. It's, it's a very different creature. Yeah. It's, it's not based on looping. The most fun that I had playing the game was, um, we were on the school map and I found some like pretty strong vaults and then Doug showed me another strong vault and I was like, oh, you can like play this convention, like conventional DVD, you know, if you're unarmed. But, but other than those places where I was like, oh, you can loop the killer here. I, it was just like killer found me. I held W until I went down and I wasn't so much a fan uh, of that. The, the looping, the chase mechanics and the chase progression is so different than dead by daylight like you really you're not going to beat a, a monster in that game in chase outside of like misdirection and like i mean corner juking and like like mind gaming in that is more like which direction are they going to go but it's there is no real like looping outside of a couple of like you know windows that which we showed you there's yeah. really no areas where yeah. you can if you, if you, you if you're you not, lose the monster you're in that gonna, game you've done well yeah yeah you're not gonna get away you're gonna yeah. you can buy time but you're not gonna get away unless you're able to like a, like hide around a corner or like slip off mm -hmm. but usually they'll notice like pretty quick and turn around once you're yeah. running out the door again it's a much yeah, more, it's yeah. much more about communicating with your team i guess and like if you're being chased it's where are you team I'm gonna bring him to you as best yeah, I can. Where, where weapons? Where weapons at? So I can get him yeah. right. me. Yeah. Yeah. Spacing is really important. Like where you? It's like it's insane to me how important it is where you take the chase. This scene, like if you take the chase early, like if you if you know that you're being chased early, you can buy so much more time than if you get like snuck up on basically. Yeah, it this seems is, like it seems like if you get into a chase early, what you want to do is you want to know where everyone is working on weapons. And you want to take the killer away from there until they're done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like gens in DVD. You kind of guess like take them away from gens that are being worked. Right. On. It's kind of interesting in VHS. Like you want to sandbag your teammates when they've finished their objective. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But ideally, you're telling your teammates, "I'm on my way. I'm on my way." So it's not right. sandbag, and they're ready around a corner going, "I'll get them in yeah. a second. Yeah. Overall, though, I had a, I had a really nice time with it. Like, you know, I spent a lot of time on the ground uh, in the dying state, but I did I did enjoy the gameplay loop. Uh, my main complaint was just that queue times didn't allow us to play as many matches I would as I would have liked. But I'm definitely I'm definitely down to like play more in the future, and I wish the game the best. I really hope that you know Deathwire and the upcoming updates will will help uh, spread the game. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at Deathwire right now. It looks kind of cool. Um, look, yeah. it makes it makes me think of uh, Robocop. Yeah. I want to give a, a gold a gold star to the devs too with their they decided so they have a they have a new teen and they have a new monster ready to go. Ooh. Uh, and they've decided because of the way that the the matchmaker has been going right now with there being a predominantly team players queuing up, uh, they're going to release the monster first by itself. 
Nice. That's a good kind idea. Of use, use that as an opportunity to kind of normalize the cues a little more. Yeah. Um, because of course everybody will want to be playing the new monster. So for at least for at least a few days, we should have really good team cues when the new monster drops. I will be interested, John, for when you play Killer, because it's very different. I, yeah, I, I would mean, say it's one of the most stressful but yeah. exhilarating asymmetrical games I've played in terms of playing the, you know, the the monster killer mastermind sort of perspective. Yeah. Would you say because you know we both played Resident Evil Resistance back in the day? You played yeah. a lot more than I did, but I still played a bit of it. Would you say it's comparable to playing Mastermind in Resistance? No. Mm. Okay. It's 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 very. I'd say it's closer to DVD than it is Resistance. Okay. I'd say it's closer to Rainbow Six Siege than DVD. Ooh. I'm being honest here. I think. Whoa. Yeah, I can. I can understand that argument. Yeah. VHS plays like a tactical shooter. It's not. You know, you, like, yeah. Killer no. plays itself in DVD. You hold W, you press M1, sometimes you use your M2, you break right. the ballot, you move on to the next tile, rinse and repeat. With VHS, you have to be more like, it's more about like like managing where people are, what they're doing. Like you have to know kind of intuitively what everybody's doing at any given time and, and be able to smell like ambushes and like smell setups. And It's kind of like when you're the last man standing in Rainbow Six Age. Yeah. And, the, and the enemy have a few teammates left. You're like, right, okay, I've got to be really careful about this. That's how it feels when the teams all have weapons and you're the monster just like around a corner. Like, I've got to try right. and get someone here. So the way that the game shakes out in terms of like, the, when the game first starts, the, when you zone into the match for the first time, the monster is at a huge advantage because if they don't have weapons, right, you, you already, you've already felt how helpless you feel in chase against a strong monster, right? So yeah. But as the game progresses, it's like the game balance as you zone in is monster is much stronger than teens. But as they get weapons, the power level actually shifts. Yeah, and it becomes more teen sided. Like once they have weapons, they have the advantage. And so mm -hmm. you have to like be able to play. You have to play resources to know, am I at an advantage? Is it kind of a wash or, you know, are they at an advantage right now? And you have to play differently depending on that. Gotcha. I don't know. It's, it's a really deep game and it's really fun. I know. A lot of people don't like the monster experience yeah. because they like just being able to have the game kind of play itself. But if you're interested in having to like kind of work for it and kind of having to really play reactively and, and, and differently based on scenarios. So I don't know. It's just DVD yeah. just feels very much like very, very simple. And mm -hmm. I think the VHS feels much more complex. Right. As a playing killer. Oh, great. There's, there's a lot of like strategy to mm. vhs like every single corner you go around at a certain point you have to be thinking about what you're doing right yeah would it you would it be fair where four other people are at would it be fair to characterize vhs as more of a competitive game compared to dbds i would say so it's much more i think it's a game. much more balanced mm. game and it's it definitely feels a lot more competitive which right. i like about it but i also yeah. like it has its negatives as well yeah, because I, I mean, yeah. one of the main appeals for me for Dead by Daylight is that it is very casual in a lot of ways, and it has that wholesome social element every now and then of like, you know, there's there's crazy chaos and, uh, you know, fun moments that can happen that you don't see typically in competitive games. But, you know, in my brief time in VHS, I don't think we ever had a moment where, you know, we interacted in a way that wasn't, you know, kill, kill, kill. And... It's uh, it's definitely different. 
I, I do like that about it, honestly, as well. I'm with you, you yeah, you don't you don't get the downtime of like sitting on gems with your friends and just talking yeah. about your day. In VHS, when you're in the game, you're talking about how your percentage of your weapon is, where the killer is, what the plan of action is. I yeah. do like that though, because like as much yeah. as I like that aspect of DBD, the casual aspect, it does make it much more clear cut for expectations as far as play goes in VHS of like, yeah, yeah, you're not fucking around in this one. Like, it's kill yeah. or be killed. Let's go. Ping where you are. Let's get this done. You know, it's yeah, like very. I agree. Dead by Dead yeah. has got two different sides of the player base the people that see it as casual and the ones that see it as competitive. Whereas mm -hmm. VHS, yes. as you say, it's very clean. It's just, it's competitive. You're trying yeah. to win. Like, you're yeah, not going to. You're not gonna go up to the to the killer and, and like like do a little a teabag dut walk in front of him. It's just like, oh, aren't I aren't I cute and charming? Don't you want to just let this be a farm game? That's not gonna happen. No, it's like <laughs> no, no, you're you're dead. Yeah, yeah, right. Interesting. I I will have to play monster at some point. I'm just kind of I'm wanting to get my feet wet with teen though. But I, I, I definitely want to play it. You're again. getting used to the maps as well, so yes, that's the that's the hardest part right now. I don't know if I'd advise starting off with monster because it's no, like... no. I'm I'm probably if I ever do play monster, I'm I'm gonna play like you know dozens of hours of teens first. I think I'd recommend that as well. Yeah, that's just liking fun. it though. I am liking it. Like I. I was honestly, I, I was, I came in with an open mind, but I also was prepared to, for it to be the only time that I played it, because that mm. happens a lot with Asims of like, like when we played Monstrum Two, <laughs> we, we just played it the one time, and I was like, yeah, I think this is a one and done. That happens so often yeah. with asymmetrical horror games where I'm just it's like, such a yeah, difficult it's not, genre. Yeah, I mean, the prop night, like I don't know what's going on there now, but I'm probably never gonna play that game again. I'll play it again when it gets its re-release. It's graphical update. I want to see how bad it is. Because last time I played it, I spent more time installing it again than I did playing it. I think they've already well, released you... the, the revamp. Is in it Prop out? Night. I think so. It's a, I saw people complaining about it. Let me look. I know they had it in beta for a while. Did you see that one of the things that they removed was being able to hide as a prop? I yep. know. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone listening who doesn't know what we're talking about for Prop Night, Prop Night is like... It's an asymmetrical horror game, 1v4, one person plays killer, four people play survivors, but it's like Gmod prop hunt where the survivors can disguise themselves as uh, a rock on the ground or a wheelbarrow or like a, a Coke bottle. Giant and they, teddy bear. Giant teddy bear. So they can, they can disguise themselves as, as props and the killer has to figure out who's, who's uh, just a random object and who's a survivor in disguise. And they can... They can move around and be and be chased as like a bale of hay or something, and it was it was a really interesting like mechanic, and it was what it was all based around. But they're completely revamping the game now, and apparently removing the ability to do that. So, well, I think I think a lot of it there's there's a big giant design flaw with it, with the fact that as a killer, you're so weak in that game. The survivors yes. run around bonking you and then farting because it's <laughs> yeah, it's really funny to bonk on you like. Could, Stun the killer and then do a fart noise. You roll away, and then right. the killer's just sat there going like, "I'm struggling and having no fun. And I'm getting farted at. I'm going to camp this hypno chair, whatever it's called, the hook." Yeah, and it just becomes a bit of a doesn't look. It. I played killer in that a little bit. I uh -huh. didn't particularly enjoy it. I didn't like it either. I because I, I oddly enough, I didn't really like the prop aspect when I was playing killer because I would go into a room like where a survivor just ran, and then I was like, "There's nobody here." 
So they disguise themselves as a little prop, and then you feel like such an idiot walking around like smacking random watermelons and corn cobs. I think, I think, I think like, we, we played some games together, and every time you like, I started saying stuff like, "Hi, John." Yeah, very irritating. <laughs> I was nowhere near you. <laughs> Gary was saying in his head, he's like, "I'm gonna wind him up." <laughs> I'm gonna get on his nerves. Uh, I am. That's a wind him up. <laughs> yeah, I've I've played I've played the killer side of every ASIM that's ever come out, and I think that Prop Night is probably the least enjoyable experience I've ever had playing killer in a game. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just it was just it was like conceptually it sounded fun, it just wasn't fun. Like and then so what they've yeah. done is they've added and again, I don't know how it's gonna actually they've they've made so many changes during this like reborn beta phase. For a while there was they just took hypno chairs out and it's just like if you down somebody, they were dead. They tried yeah. that. They tried single hypno chair um they they made it so like now if you're a prop they have an aura of you like within eight meters or something like that so you can't actually use the props to hide you just use them to juke um yeah uh, we'll see where it shakes out but i i hate to say it but i just i feel like it's just a dead game and it's not well i I think they they, they haven't they haven't got a clear vision of what it is and it's it's hurting it i think they're trying to make it similar to dbd when its greatest strength was that it was like full party game and They're completely making it like too serious now. Yeah, they've they've gone in the wrong direction. I agree. Yeah, but you never know. Maybe maybe when we play it, it'll be amazing. Because I'd be up for giving it another go. Yeah, I I just liked how silly it was. Because like on the spectrum of uh, casual party game to competitive game, where VHS is full competitive and DVD is somewhere in the middle, Prop Night was very firmly on the casual side. Yeah. And it did offer a different experience. It's just not really a different experience that resonated with many people, sadly. We'll see what happens with it. Agreed. Uh, But a game that is still, does still have a little bit of life left in it. Um, Mm. Evil Dead's got an update coming out here. Oh, yeah. The the Plague Bearer, right? New, new. Plague Bringer. Yeah. Yeah. Plague Bringer is coming. And then. uh, Two new survivors. David and Mia Allen, yeah, from the remake. Ooh, remake. Cool. Being added into the game, and Mia, Mia's uh, powers and and playstyles have been kind of like released a little bit, teased a little bit. I don't think they've confirmed everything super, but she's gonna have um, complete protection from possession. Oh, really? And the higher the fear level, the more damage she does. So she's gonna be a pain in the ass to deal with. That sounds worrying from the demon side. Yeah. So for uh, yeah. for anyone out there not familiar with Evil Dead the game, it's another ASIM horror, obviously. One uh, demon, four survivors, and um, it's a bit different. It's it's more like Friday the Thirteenth style than a lot of the other ones out right now. It's like there's a there's a, a very large map that you can drive around in a car, and uh, your goal as the survivors is to exercise the demon so you have different objectives that you can go through and uh, it's very combat focused third person yeah. combat focused from, yeah from, from the survivor's perspective i would say it's like friday the 13th yeah from the well, demon's perspective it's like resident evil resistance and all where you're and, yeah true placing your traps and your enemies to go do your bidding you occasionally possess stuff to to get more involved but you're both basically watching it from above sort of right yeah very I, interesting I, I, I think overall, Evil Dead is an interesting ASIM because it, it, I find it has more in common with like Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood than it does uh, DBD. Um, yeah. Because it, it kind of feels like you're doing a co-op campaign uh, on the survivor side. 
uh, which is is a good thing, I think, because it helps differentiate it. But yeah, and the uh, director AI is just an actual person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, but yeah, it's like you're going against the director as the demon. But the most of the monsters that you go up against are AI. Yeah, which is kind of cool. It is like resistance a lot in that in that aspect. I'm glad that they're still supporting yeah. the game, like with the new content. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think out of the three of us, I am probably the most invested in Evil Dead. The game is probably, I would consider it like my second favorite game to play right now outside of Dead by Daylight. Ooh. Um, I absolutely love the game, and I really hope that they stay this committed to the updates because I want to, I mean, it's sort of died off as far as Twitch content. Like, I think that the average views in the directory are between 100 and 200. Um, yeah. Obviously, great very low um but that's not to say that the game's gonna die i mean with the advent of crossplay, mm-hmm. like all the console players like i don't see it ever dying i mean the cues the cues are better in evil dead than they are in dvd and and vhs at this point like i have instant cues on both sides demon or survivor at all hours hey, that's of the great day. yeah that's so that's, player, player base that's, is healthy that that's actually that's actually one of the biggest issues um with these asim games is that like a lot of times after the hype wears off after the launch hype wears off and you get kind of into the following weeks and months it's just like you got to make sure that the queue times are good because if people are are just sitting there in queue they're they're eventually going to lose interest that's i've seen that happen time and time again where people are just like there's just no one playing there's just no one playing this game I think it's what's hurting um, VHS the most, and I'm sure I'm sure it's hurting DVD at the moment because killer cues aren't fun. Yeah, well, at least in DVD they have those new matchmaking incentives that are, are helping to incentivize that. I think every game could kind of use that to their advantage. Agreed. But I'm I'm glad to hear that yeah. cues are instant. That's a very good sign for Evil Dead. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, new content coming. There's there's still there's still they're working on the game. It's not, it's not going to go away anytime soon. And we guys, you know, a licensed game like that. I mean, Friday the 13th still has a player base and that game hasn't had right. a substantial update since 2017. Yeah. You know, almost five years ago. So <sighs> I mean, a licensed a licensed game on a beloved franchise, Friday the 13th, evil dead. And like, it's going to be hard to kill off. And so, yeah, if the devs right. keep on adding content. I see it sticking around and getting predator hunting ground still gets good cues. Oh my god! It's crossplay. Crossplay saves games. I'm telling you, console players play like one game forever. I I played a bit of Predator Hunting Grounds when it came out, and that's that's one of the few that that's one of those one and done games for me. I played it for like one session for a few hours, and I was like, no, I can't do it. (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot, but I'm I'm weird. I'm glad to hear it's it's still got people playing it because, um, yeah, I was just like. If you would have asked me, do you think it still has a player race before this? I would have said no. So that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I said, the full console crossplay makes games unkillable because console mm-hmm. players download games when they're free on PlayStation Plus or on you know Xbox, whatever their version of PlayStation Plus is, and then they just play it forever. Right. They never stop playing. So. Yeah, yeah, no, but Evil Dead show- strong licenses definitely help too, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, it's licensed and it's got new content coming. It's got full crossplay. It's not going anywhere. So hopefully think... it'll have a little bit more of a resurgence on Twitch. I would like to be able to stream it more. Oh, definitely. 
I think my main concern with Evil Dead um, is that I I believe that there's like a, a short term roadmap, like that they've got uh, updates in the works for for a little while. But I do worry about the long term health of the game, like how much could they possibly add year over year? Yeah, there's only so many films. There's only so much like as a TV series. Yeah. Is there going to be a, a ceiling where it's like? There's nothing else to add, but then at the same time, could they could they do what DVD does and cross into other right, intellectual properties? Crossovers could work. I mean, whether yeah. they have free license to add to canon would be another question. I mean, I think Evil Dead's pretty like liberal with their licensing, right? Definitely. Like, they're kind of all over the place forever. If they start adding original characters and original killers and stuff, or d demons rather, like yeah. that would be yeah. really awesome. True. I'd be willing to bet that that's on the, that's on the table with them. Just given what I know about the licensing. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great for it. I think that would... Like, I, I like Evil Dead, the game. I think it's really good. I think it's quite fun, but... That would bring me back to it fully, I think. If, there was, if it was getting, like, unique... I think part of it is that I just don't see it having much of a future at the moment. Like, I think it will have that ceiling point. Yeah. If they start adding their own stuff in there, their own unique, you know, unlicensed material that they're just bringing in, I think that would... Mean it's, yeah. it could be going for years. Like it's nice. Yeah, because I think that's one of the reasons why DVD has such had such good longevity. Is like you look at their model and you think this could keep going forever. Like literally, yeah. I mean, they could add four new killers from different horror franchises in in perpetuity. It, it's just like I mean, you add Candyman one year, you add like I don't know. Until Dawn Wendigo, the next. I mean, ah, oh, the dream. Give me yeah. Emily as a survivor. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just endless because it's just like any horror property, really. And I think with a lot, of, I think that's the problem with like it's like, I mean, I love Friday the Thirteenth, but at a certain point with that game too, it was just like it's just gonna be Jason, huh? Like, what there's only so what many kind Jasons. Of, what kind of mask do you want to put on Jason? Yeah, and I think that, um, I think that that is a hurdle that Evil Dead will face, but I hope that it continues. Yeah, we'll see. The new update will be out in like four days, and Ooh. we'll see kind of where they're... I guess we'll figure out a little bit more what their plans are over the coming months when we hear what they start teasing and announcing and stuff. But That would be cool. Does it come play out on, again as well. Does it come out on Friday? On the 8th. That is, that is Thursday. Oh, okay. oh, Thursday. Interesting. I was about to say, like, I, I, I wouldn't mind playing the new update. Like, um, I still yeah. haven't seen the new map, so I'd be down. Oh, is a new map? Oh, yeah. yeah they, 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 they added like a map like a what, month or two ago now. Yeah, like, we should play like some. Army of Darkness map with Castle Kandar. I'll play anytime. Yeah. You just say the word. I'm, All right. I'm addicted to that game. Let's play right now. Bye, guys. Podcast over. We're gonna <laughs> no, yeah, we should play later this week then. Yeah, I'll check. Uh, I'd like to check out the new update. All right. Let's do it. All right, cool. Book it. Um, so, yeah. Let's see, VHS, Prop Night, Evil Dead. I think we've kind of covered the ongoing. I wish, I wish, I wish yeah, cases. I wish we knew more about the Texas Chainsaw game. That's the one that I'm probably the most excited for. I, I me too. Assume, I assume you I are running man. I assume you're very excited. For, I can literally talk about that for that's hours. That's the one. Like, that's the one where us three are going to be the killers together. I can't yes. wait for that. Oh, that's yeah. gonna be. I cannot wait to be like I. Uh, when we play, Doug, you'll be Bubba, obviously, but I, I would. Gary and I would be. It would be our pleasure to be the <laughs> to little be, henchman. Yeah, to be <laughs> Running Man's team. Yes. Oh, we, 
We would love to lurch around the map. I don't know, like, I don't know what they do. Kidnapping survivors or, like, holding yeah. them hostage for you. We'd love to do yeah. that. Whatever it is, I think you're going to be the two best in the business at it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, I just... Yeah, I, I could... Uh, yeah, if we could be annoying, you know, our dream. Yeah, being annoying is, like, our entire MO, I feel like. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I, that's how mantra... Which, with with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre being my personal favorite horror licensed horror franchise, uh, with my obsession with Leatherface, with the fact that Wes Keltner, who was the creative director of Friday the 13th, is running the show over there. Mm -hmm. I have all the faith in the world. I've Definitely. never had more faith in a, in a game to deliver like I do in the Texas Chainsaw game. And it's just so clear how passionate they are about it how passionate gun and wes are the, and they're just the, tra the trailers are awesome as well like I, yeah. i'm very excited for that game oh yeah, man I've yeah never, i've never been more excited about a game in my entire life like this is the one for me like i'm just really really excited and, and because the killer can play with friends as well i have a feeling it could it could make a big splash i think it could be like i, I genuinely feel like that was with intent i feel like that they, they they're they're they figured out one of the biggest things that turns people off from playing killer in DVD and killer in VHS is that there's like no social aspect because yes. people want to play with their friends. Yeah. So even if people enjoy playing killer monster or whatever, like they want to play with friends. So the ability to do that on both sides of the game is really, I think it's going to really thicken up the, the player base on both sides. Seriously. Like actually play the side they prefer. Yeah. I mean, Asim Horror has been around for years and it's like one 1v4 game after another with the exception yeah, of like yeah. Friday the 13th which did the 1v7 thing which was great too but um this new 3v4 format I'm like I'm I'm at, honestly kind of shocked that it's the first time we've seen something deviate from 1v4 uh yeah, well, yeah. and I suspect well, playing Survivor in that is going to be super exciting as well yes. being hunted yeah. by Bubba and his crazy family I want to well, play yeah. that. I mean, that sounds really fun. Yeah. Well, and then Wes, Wes was talking about on Twitter recently, just about the concept of like, you know, it's 3v4, which means balance is actually easier because like you're not going to killer or killer in that game is not going to be far off survivor and power level, right? Like, yeah. can't, we can't, because there's three of them, right? Well, if, you, if, you, if you want to balance something, the, the easiest way to do it is to have symmetry. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just it's just barely asim, right? Three v four. So you're gonna just be slightly weaker. To uh, survivors will be slightly weaker than killer. It should make for some really interesting gameplay. I'm yeah. Proud. And then killer cloud, killer clouds is going the same direction, right? They're doing three v seven or three v. Is it three v seven? I think it's I think it's three v seven. Yeah, yeah. The killer clouds from outer space game, which I can I still cannot believe is real. That surprised <laughs> me. I, th I thought it was happening. a joke. I thought it. I thought it was too. I was like, is yeah. It like what? No, and they've, uh, you know, they've got uh, Wes Keltner on uh, Texas Chainsaw from Gun Media, but they've also got another former Friday the 13th uh, guy, Randy Greenback, working on Killer Clowns. Yeah. It's definitely, like, it's definitely promising, because you got, you got these Friday the 13th alums making these games, and uh, with, with strong licenses, again. Yeah, they're not scared of the licenses, apparently. They're right back in it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, then, I, I, I just hope. I think my concern with Killer Clowns, we haven't really seen too much from it yet. My only concern with that is like, I hope that people will stick with it if the gameplay's fun. Besides just being like, a, oh, let's check out the Killer Clown game. Oh, zany clown game. Yeah. You know, like I hope it has a robust uh, 
meta and stuff. I think I think it has maybe the most uphill battle where it's IP. Yeah. I worry that its IP will kind of hurt it. Mm-hmm. Because oh, it'll be yeah. more of a meme That's... thing than it will be like a serious. I don't yeah. know how serious we'll take killer clowns from space. <laughs> well, I the people that like it love it. Like I, I have that I have that movie on VHS and DVD, like from when I was a kid. Yeah. Like mm, we, we watched it, we watched it as a family when I was a teenager. And we were just like, this this weird movie is so funny and so cool. But it's and but it's like, gotta win over younger audiences is the trouble right yeah it's it's like the tr the trouble with transitioning from like a cult classic movie to more like mainstream game is going to be difficult i think it's gonna have a tougher time than evil dead because uh, yeah evil dead had like new tv series and lots of films to rely on like right like there has it, a... and, it, and it's and it's very iconic evil dead i just worried that killer clowns is maybe a little little niche but i mean i i wonder if there's like a remake or a reboot in the works because otherwise there hasn't been like you said there hasn't been any new media for killer clowns in a while no. yeah but imagine if it does come up with a new film or something a remake yeah. i mean that that would definitely help i don't know if that's in the works or not um i could see a tv series that might work better. yeah Ooh, yeah i could do that i could see that like a netflix series or yeah, just or a one done shutter netflix series come back yeah shutter, yeah shutter would be perfect yeah yeah That'd be cool. I I am like hyped for it though. I and I it created a lot of buzz, like a surprising amount of buzz. I think it's because it caught everyone so off guard. It's it was what? yeah, it was so weird to see. Like it was just like nobody knew about it. Nobody even saw it coming. It could be it, there could have been like rumors about it, but no, who's checking the killer clown forums? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, rumors about anything. I feel like somebody would have said something to me as somebody like, "Did you hear that they're making a Killer Clowns game?" I didn't hear anything until the trailer dropped. I feel like you'd see that rumor though and be like, "Ah, no, it's not." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they did such a good job. Like those, like the the footage and the screenshots. I was just like, it looks exactly like the movie. Like it looks very good. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that a bunch of the initial hype is because of how their their social media team just like slam dunk they were all over twitter and they were oh, like really yeah reading creatively and doing a lot of it's just like really fun it's yeah i think that they're doing an excellent job of hyping the game up and i do i i mean i agree that like it's a niche license like there's there are going to be a lot of like a lot of us older people watched it when we were younger and obviously mm -hmm. i'm a huge fan as well but i think a lot of, i think a lot of people are going to discover it for the first time because of the game and i think that they've got a lot of good source material to work with clowns are always and they i mean they don't yeah. take them so seriously at all right so they could just get really ridiculous with it and be a lot of fun. It, it could end up taking I, that spot of like you know you're saying about prop night being mm -hmm. the casual one this could be the casual one if true it doesn't take itself hyper seriously yeah i mean i, I think uh, i'm not basing this on anything but just my own opinion you know i think that there's room for like maybe like three big asims right now like dbd is really the only one that's getting a lot of play but i think there's room like on that spectrum for for two others to kind of fill a more casual and a more competitive slot and i mean right now it's like i don't know i feel like vhs and evil dead are both kind of on the same end of the spectrum but it'll be i mean there's room for for more i, th I, th I think texas chainsaw is going to take one of those spots yeah uh, I think I think Texas Chainsaw could definitely move in on the casual side too, just because it'd be so fun, it'd be so different yeah. and chaotic. You know, we'll see.
I, I think both of them are 2023, right? At the moment? Yes. Okay. Next year's it's a very awesome. promising time to be an ASIM horror fan. It is. I'm glad that we're finally seeing some of these games come out because I think there was a time like last year before VHS, before Prop Night uh, were around. I was like, why is no one cashing in on this? I think I think I think I, I, think go... I, remember, I think I remember us discussing this, being like, why is Sony not making something? Why is like yeah. none of these companies are going? Let's make one. Yeah, like how come all these AAA companies that all as soon as Fortnite blew up, they were just like, we're making a battle royale too. Like none of them are are attempting this. It's just it's small indie companies, and it still is, which is fine. But I'm still kind of blown away. It's like it seems like DBD has kind of proven that this can be massively profitable and popular yeah i don't know i'm, I'm just glad to see that more games. I've, I've got enough attack on titan skins and resident evil skins now to yeah, prove right. that <laughs> oh, dude, they, dvd must have made so much money from the resident evil dlc like unbelievable oh yeah you have I, to... I, I so much it's immediately all it's all you're seeing anymore too is like every game is just weskers and so yeah. many like every survivor is ran as Resident Evil theme. Like I can't imagine there's anybody that hasn't like already picked up at least one thing that's Resident Evil related from DVD. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the new DLC is twelve dollars, but then like you got the you got the Sheva and Carlos like legendary skins, and that's another like ten bucks each for those. I mean, and I just see them everywhere all the time. And then you know Jills and Jills and Leon's are in the lobbies too, and. It's like I really, I really hope this Resident Evil Chapter Two maybe I don't know encourages some of the other IP to go. We could do another chapter. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. It's Silent Hill. Yeah. Silent Hill, dude. Silent like what Hill can Army doing with it? <laughs> they made it right. <laughs> well, according to the Twitter rumor mill, every month it's like, oh, there's gonna be a new one. <laughs> I've heard they're work they're working on three different games, three different Silent Hill games. <laughs> and I'm like, we literally, it's been years since you guys have been it's saying gonna be, this. It's gonna be three different slot machines. Chill out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Bloober Team's working on one. Oh, Bloober Team's <laughs> working on a pachinko machine. That's kind of <laughs> out of their it's wheelhouse. Weird. Yeah. Overall, yeah, like I think you summed it up well. It's a good time to be an ASM horror fan. Absolutely agreed. Well, I think uh, this has been a very productive and entertaining discussion with the three of us. I've, I've um, enjoyed it. <laughs> I think we did really well, considering we we literally like woke up this morning and we were just like, yeah, let's just uh, let's just go. We didn't even have a name picked out until just before we hit record. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it worked out really well. And um, we are professional. You know, I just want to put out this teaser before we before we close out episode one of season one. Um, we're, we're also going to moving forward, you know, we want to do this first one, just the three of us to establish our dynamic and to make you I think it's like dominance then to establish, establish our to establish our dog. Well, that too, but, um, in the, in the future, we'll also be having some very interesting guests, names that you're all familiar with. And, uh, we'll be talking about ASM horror with them as well. Won't say who. But next episode, you might see, uh, you might, you might get uh, introduced to the first guest. Who knows? Well, I'm excited. I'm glad I'm to hear not. it, Gary. <laughs> I don't, don't want to share the stage with anybody. All right. <laughs> this is Doug's last episode. Doug's out. He's Doug's out. Yeah, I'm, out. Yeah. I'm retiring after this episode. 
I don't want to know the get, attention you guys are paying to these guests, man. <laughs> Doug, you got to stick around for season two, the next episode. Coming up. <laughs> season two. Season two will be the season I take off, and then I'll have my big return in season three. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so two episodes from now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. This is like this is such a stupid joke that makes no sense to anyone watching. So, oh well. well okay, so we're we're, we're planning we're planning on having this is season one, episode one. Next next uh next episode will be season two, episode one, and then that way we build up hype for the season premiere every episode. <laughs> oh, Perfect. Yeah, it's foolproof. It's a great marketing plan. It's gonna be massive. I like it. All right. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time. Or hear you next Bye, time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you.